0: It's on those walls, but I think it hit the fan first. The rooms may not be much here, but they got a great bellhop. Yellow, snake pit, we never close.
1: Need anything? Can we uh, send anything down to you?
0: Yeah, how about a band aid for my finger? I got a blister from going.
2: Hey, MASH fans, welcome back to another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and of course, joining me as always, my good pal, Simon. Uh gentlemen. Today, we're discussing season 11, episode 16, Goodbye, Farewell, Amen. It's the final episode of the MASH series. It's the two 200- hundred. Wait, wait. Okay, something's not feeling right here. How can we do the final episode of MASH without the original trio? So let's go ahead and bring Al. Al, welcome back to the podcast. Hey guys, it's yeah. great to be yeah. here. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, longer than the Korean War.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, Nez and I were just talking previous recording that, you know, we're 10 years of this. Yeah. 10 years and you were there for the big chunk of the beginning of it. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Talk about being
4: fashionably light, Al. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: you
4: have... only went to the toilet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for uh, I was waiting for them to rebuild it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as I said, this is season eleven, episode sixteen. Goodbye, farewell, amen. It's the two hundred and fifty sixth episode overall. It's directed by Alan Alda. Okay, I'm gonna take a deep breath because there's a lot of names here. The story is by Alan Alda, Burt Metcalf, John Rappaport, Karen Hall, and the writing partners of Dan Wilcox and Thad Munford, Elias Davis, and David Pollitt. It originally aired on February 28th, 1983, and the production code is 9B04.
0: So how are you feeling? Great, how are you? You look a little thin, don't you? How have you been sleeping? On my back. The bed is terrible here. You can feel the springs right through the mattress. Mm -hmm. Yesterday you were going to tell me about that day at the beach. It was great. Very hot. A lot of people say too much sun is no good for you. And you know, carcinoma is going to result from that. Now, this of course would concern me as a physician. I'd like to get back to the beach. Hey, go ahead, take the rest of the day off.
4: What happened that
0: day? You know, I really should be allowed to go home. I. There's nothing wrong with me.
4: And the plot summary for this episode. Hawkeye recovers from a nervous breakdown after he blames himself for the fatal incident aboard a military bus. As he returns to camp, the Korean War comes to an end, as the staff of the 4077th tends to one final deluge of casualties, including Chinese musicians mentored by Winchester. BJ gets orders to go home early, but is forced back to the 4077th after he learns the orders were rescinded by the time he reaches Guam. The rest of the staff sorts out their personal problems before going their separate ways. Father Mulcahy tries to come to terms with his hearing trouble caused when a mortar shell exploded near him. Margaret awaits her stateside assignment and makes peace with Winchester, whose deep love of music has now been compromised forever. Potter leads an emotional farewell dinner where assorted staffers reveal their post-war plans, including Hawkeye, who looks forward to a simple country doctor's life in his native Maine. And Klinger, who after years of trying to get out of the army, is staying in Korea to help soon Lee find her missing family. Klinger and soon Lee's wedding leads off the final scene, where the staffers say their last emotional goodbyes to each other.
2: That's probably the most detailed ever. <laughs> that's like the entire, si- that's it right there. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks for coming, Al. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yellow snake pit, we never close hawk it's bj how you doing how the hell do you think i'm doing i've been locked up for the last week in a -a wacketeria well listen sidney's the doctor (laughs) you want to laugh he says you're the doctor i'm the doctor i sew people back together why is he keeping a brilliant surgeon locked up i mean what's behind that
1: uh look um father mulcahy would like to say hello
0: hello hawkeye need
1: anything can we uh send anything down to you
0: yeah, how about a band aid for my finger? I got a blister from going. Uh, good.
1: Yes, well, uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, uh, perhaps uh, Colonel Potter, uh, uh, could, uh, uh. Hmm.
0: Pierce, we miss you here. I miss me there, too. It's lonely here, especially at night. I do hear the guy in the next room, he cries all night. Uh, so, uh,. Oh, listen, have you heard the latest? The truce
1: talks are on again. Yeah? They must be serious about peace this time because the fighting's gotten a lot worse. They're trying to grab more real estate before they sign, you know.
0: Lots of casualties. Yeah, well, just remember, every day you let them keep your best surgeon from you,
2: you're killing patients. All right. We have lots and lots of guest stars. Alan Arbus returns as Major Sidney Friedman.
4: And G.W. Bailey returns as Sergeant Luther Vizzo.
2: And Rosalind Chow returns as Soon Lee. Kelly Nakahara returns as Kelly Yamato, sometimes Nakahara. (laughs) And Jan Jordan returns as Nurse Baker.
3: Enid Kent returns as Nurse Bigelow.
2: Sherry Sabab returns as Nurse Sherry.
3: And Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Sheminsky. Judy Farrell returns as the Able Nurse Able.
2: Joanne Thompson returns as Nurse Joanne.
3: And Gwen Farrell returns as Nurse Gwen. And the incomparable Rye Goldman returns as Corman.
2: And, of course, we have Natasha Bowman, who plays Nurse. Natasha only has two credits to her IMDb page for MASH and for two for After MASH.
4: Hmm, she obviously loved the character.
2: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I wonder if she's the same character in both series. Uh, that would be weird. That you she know, wound up I, at the same... I don't
4: think she is, no. Yeah. In fact, I got... I'm feeling she actually plays two different nurses, nurses on after MASH. mash. I think so, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: And uh, Bridget Chandler returns as a
3: oh, just a nurse. Oh no, <laughs> Leng Yun, woman on bus, 25 credits to her IMDb, including a role in Trapper John MD, of course.
2: Hmm. And there were like 30 other names, but I didn't uh, <laughs> want every other, yeah, I just yeah. wanted the big, bigger names, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, Pierce, m- Margaret won't rest till I put her on the phone. Now, y- you
0: just hold on there. Hawkeye? Speaking. No,
5: you'll be great. How do you feel?
0: Like a hostage. How about you?
5: Oh, same old stuff. This and that, ups and downs. What can I say? Well, that
0: pretty much covers it. Nice talking to you.
5: Oh, it was great talking to you. You just take care of yourself, okay? Mmm. Klinger wants to say hello.
0: What do you say, Captain? Hello, Klinger. Hey, you sound perfectly normal to me. How is it there? You crazy about the place? <laughs> oh, he loves it. He loves it. Can you believe that, Singman Rhee? We almost got peace, and he wants to keep fighting. Oh, this goodness. could go on forever.
5: Oh, Pierce, hello, it's me again. Don't listen to him. Peace is right around the corner. We're all making plans for home. Isn't that right? I can't wait to get back to the States and work in a real hospital with sanitary conditions and regular shifts and plain old ordinary diseases. BJ says he's going to make a ring out of his first kidney stone. (laughs) You just take care of yourself, okay? We all miss you here.
0: Then get me out.
2: All right, this is it. The final episode that we're going to be discussing... And let's, uh, I guess I will start. I guess I'm first. You know what? When I first saw this when I was younger, because I saw this live, you know, when it first aired, I didn't like it. Mm. I remember the Hawkeye story of him going, I just didn't like the fact that he was mentally unstable. And that's how, you know, the whole episode was going to be. But during my rewatch, which I have not seen this a ton of times, because in my mind, I always remembered not liking it. So I would not rewatch it. It was, and plus it's a really long. You know, it's two hours plus long yeah. episode. And if I didn't like it, why was I going to waste my time watching one of the episodes I didn't like? So I was, I was very happy that I rewatched it because I really enjoyed it. And I don't know it's, if it's because I watched the entire series over the past ten years, hmm. you know, rewatched the entire thing from beginning to end, <laughs> or if it's just I'm older and I understand what's happening more in hmm. the episode. But I really, I gave this, I gave it eight and a half. Didn't didn't give it a nine or a ten because I don't think it's the perfect episode. Technically, I mean, it's a lot of episodes put together because it's so (laughs) long. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I really, and, and the Hawkeye part is so small in it as well. For some reason, I thought he was in with Sydney the entire episode until the very end. But he really isn't. He's in it for maybe a half hour of the episode, yeah. you know, and then he goes to camp and it's him dealing with returning to camp. But I mean, I liked, I, I liked every aspect of it. This episode felt really different than the series. Yeah. There was, first of all, a million people <laughs> at camp. This is <laughs> this is where like team B and team C doctors and nurses, and there were like so many people at that camp. And then you had refugees and then you had POWs, which they've never had POWs wow. at the MASH yeah. camp before. So it felt like there was. They were just. It felt different. the 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 way it was shot felt different. You know, they're on the beach. They're having fun. Most of this was fun until the latter half, where they had the actual surgery. Mm. You know, once the cease fire was called, then they they kept getting injured, obviously. But there was not a lot of operation. There was not a lot of drama. It was just, you know, I mean, other than Hawkeye going crazy and the whole bus thing mm. which uh which was very traumatic i mean you know it was it it. yeah i don't know i'm still i was emotional watching it this time than i've ever been just mm. because
4: do you think it's because of the situation really at the moment we've we've everything that's going on around the world with covid and stuff that everyone's a bit more
2: emotional than what they'd normally be just yeah you know that could be part of it as well mm. i just i i honestly i disliked this episode i was not looking forward to watching it because i was like i'm gonna have to sit there not bad because you guys know me i mean seven (laughs) seven is like the worst i will do and i mean, (laughs) I love all mash but this was definitely not on my favorite you know episode but this has some really amazing scenes in it and some really good acting it had some good storylines i mean you know father McKay he actually had a decent storyline in this one Mm. i mean he loses his hearing which is sad but I did like you know the announcement of possible peace and seeing everyone's reaction to it. Like they see the light at the end of the tunnel and you can truly see it. I mean they were acting up a storm. Mm. I did like I liked that. I love the whole story with Klinger and Soon-Lee. I for some reason I thought she was in like the last half of the season. I didn't realize she was only mm. in one episode or two episodes. You know, I mean yes it's an expanded episode so if- <laughs>
5: Ah. Charles, I just got the most wonderful letter from my father. Oh, nice. He doesn't think I should go back to the States after the war. Doesn't he? He's been talking to some of his friends in the army, and he's arranged to have me assigned to an administrative post in Tokyo. Of course, I'd be out of nursing, but he says it's the best way to get promoted.
1: Incredible news. I am tickled pink. Now, if you'll excuse me.
5: Well, excuse me for bothering you. I'm just trying to work out my future. You have your life all mapped out.
1: Oh, do I? so happens I've heard from a friend in Boston who informs me that uh, my application to be chief of thoracic surgery at Boston Mercy may be turned down.
5: That's terrible. Why?
1: Because while I have been sharpening my surgical skills here in Korea, a certain incompetent has been sharpening his political skills in Boston, and he's slithering in ahead of me.
5: Charles, I can't believe you won't get it.
1: Well, I wish I could share your optimism, Margaret, but right now I have a 100 Boy Scouts tying knots in my colon. Every hour on the hour, I received the siren call from the latrine. Last hour, just about up. If you will excuse me now,
5: have you tried another hospital?
1: There is no other hospital. Boston Mercy is the finest in New England. Oh,
5: I know. I know somebody there. Bully
1: for them. If you'll excuse me, I am now in an extreme hurry.
2: I liked when Winchester was being chased by the North Koreans. The musicians, he <laughs> is—he's freaking out over it. That was—that was classic Winchester. That was great. BJ trying to figure out uh, what to say to Hawkeye. I liked that as well. I like that everyone looked the other way when they realized it was a mistake, that BJ technically shouldn't have gotten his papers. Mm. And I like that when he went and he's like, you know, no one here would would say no to me leaving. And he asked the the people in uh, the mess hall. Yeah. And everybody cheers for him. You know, like, sure. I mean, I just, I liked the camaraderie, the... You know, I mean, I'm always about the camaraderie and I felt like it was, you know, wrenched up to like an 11 oh, yeah. for this episode. Uh, all the bonding um, was really nice. Uh, I like the fact that they actually integrated the fire into the story, because I remember mm. when that fire took place and burnt down the set. I mean, if you go there now, you, there's still a Jeep that's burnt out that was mm. never removed. That is still there.
4: I'm amazed that the, the aluminum um, OR stayed up. I would have no, thought that's that gone.
2: Was... That's gone now. But it's in the episode, don't it? It is, but I think they rebuilt that. Or it's been removed since then, because probably... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, after this episode, that would have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You go now, and it's only... I mean, they they, someone brought a Jeep, and someone brought a ambulance Hmm. there as well, uh, dilapidated ones. But the Jeep is still there, the one that's on fire. It's all rusted over, and like a carcass of a... But yeah, yeah, it wiped out everything. I mean, that was truly... They shot there Mm -hmm. with the fires, you know? So all that smoldering stuff and... That was all real. Yeah. Which is crazy. I like that we got the stats at the very end. You know, so many people died, so many North Koreans did this, so many South Koreans and you know, all the true facts of the Korean War. That was really interesting to me that they did that. And then they even mentioned a little bit of Vietnam in there as well. Right. Which I thought was cool. Because obviously we know MASH was based on the Vietnam War. You know, I mean it's based on Korea War, but it was because of the Vietnam War that it was made. I liked Winchester's time with the musicians the north koreans it was so sad that i i honestly don't remember them all dying i didn't either yeah that was all new to me i mean i really didn't remember that they all died and unfortunately only the one that played the the violin made it back to him but he was dead on arrival hmm. yeah i mean the whole end i was in tears the last 10 minutes of this episode the uh, from you know all the goodbyes obviously that was tearful but all of the when everyone was standing up and saying things was very emotional. Some of them were really hard. You know, like Charles, Mm. you know, music will never be the same, you know. I'm hoping he didn't lose his love for music, Mm. which I don't think he did. I think it just, he has a different appreciation for it. Or maybe just Mozart. Or, yeah, yeah, the classic. Mm. But I liked that. I liked, I I liked all the speeches. They were all, I mean, other than the, you know, interstitial ones of characters that we, that we've known, you know, like Nurse Abel and all these nurses that have Mm. been there forever but we really don't know them as well. Uh, I think Kelly got the most screen time, which is appropriate for the, the extra extras. Yeah. You know, or Igor being a pig farmer, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So we had some, some good stuff there. Don't you have somebody else to talk to?
0: You know, the guy in the blue robe out there thinks he's General MacArthur. If you do a good job on him, he could probably get you promoted. You have to catch him in the morning. In the afternoon, he wades ashore in the bathtub. You know, people would like you a lot better if you didn't stare at them. The bus. We had to stop the bus and pick up some refugees. About a half a mile later, we took on some wounded GIs. I got room in the back? Yeah, take them in the back, I'll be right back there. I got you, you okay, just grab sir. that, I got him, I got him. I got him.
1: We gotta get this bus into the bushes. There's an enemy patrol coming down the road. Let's kill those lights. Quiet! Now nobody make a sound until they've passed us.
0: And then? Well, oh, we sat and waited, and the evening passed, and then this happened, and that happened, and this and that, and so and so and so and so and so and so and
2: so. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I was just surprised at how much I enjoyed this episode from my memories of it. So I can see myself rewatching this episode now. Like on a regular, you know, when I do my rewatches of my favorite episodes, mm. this could definitely be one of them for me.
4: Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to being able just to put on an episode of M.A.S.H. because <laughs> and I, haven't, I haven't done that for 10 years. Do you yeah. know
2: what I, mean? <laughs> I always have a pad of paper in front of me whenever I watch an episode of M.A.S.H. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with meds. How about you? Oh, You're by good. me. Oh, okay. I don't want to say too much because I always I, I feel like when we talk, I say everything. Yeah, and then you like. Yeah, I agree with everything Kenny said. <laughs> so I, I was leaving things for you as well. And, right, well and I'll, I'll
4: make sure I don't say too much to so Al. Can actually, because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be real, really not polite. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks for
3: having me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, okay,
4: so look, let's let's break it down. There's, there's the whole of this episode. Oh, sorry, in.
2: I gave it an eight. Oh, I told oh. you, eight and a half. Yes. Yeah.
4: Eight and a half. Right, okay. Yes. Eight and a half. Um, I gave it an eight. Okay. And that's only because of the fact that I've seen it so many times. I mm. I, I really do enjoy it. And I, well, I say so many times, i probably watched this episode four times because I do have a habit of watching MASH all in one, you know, from the mm-hmm. episodes. Not, not just because of this, but I used to do it beforehand. And I do remember this when I first saw it, but because I saw MASH on reruns, I didn't see it originally in 1983. Yeah. Um- um, But I noticed that it's actually broken down into five parts, the whole of this episode is, and it's all based on the bus journey. And each time you get the bus journey, then you get the individual stories that go into it. And that's what's really nice about that. The fact is it's all joyous and everything like that, and then you slide right down. If you've never seen this episode before, stop this podcast, watch it, and then come back. (laughs) I think it's amazing when you slowly see what's going on. Yeah, at first you might not even notice it because the first time it is them all having a laugh, enjoying it, and passing the bottle back and getting mm-hmm. drunk. The second time you see it, there's only I think there's two little things. One, there's a soldier sitting there, and two, it's an IV bottle. And that's really subtle. Yet yeah, there's the, the joviality still going on, and it's not until like to the, the very end that it goes on. I mean I've got notes after notes, but I'm I'm actually going to put it away. Um <laughs> because we could we could we could literally go into detail and go through it like that, and I don't put yeah. but the podcast isn't about that. Let's break it down and look at what I think personally about the whole thing. I think that the love that all of them have, it's such a shame that this actually wasn't the last episode filmed because it kind of would have made everything a little bit more golden, especially when you're saying goodbye, but we all know how television works. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a really awkward scene, I think, when BJ and Hawkeye are standing there before they jump on the bike. And it reminds me of that terrible scene in Four Weddings and a Funeral, where Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant are in the rain, and he goes, uh, "Is it still raining? I hadn't noticed." It's like that, and he's like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's awful." <laughs> but I think the whole, the whole thing is so well thought of, especially with the fact that the fire came about and I had to rewrite so much of it to incorporate mm-hmm. it. I thought they did that really well. There's a major flaw in it in which we see radar in this episode, <laughs> which do I don't know if you know. Do we see radar? We do, because this is actually a from Bug Out. From 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 years ago, oh, so they yeah. actually use that. Thing. I didn't so notice them. So. You do see Vader, it Vader can't. pushing the. I think it's the truck. He's by the truck pushing the truck. But then again, we see the original Father Mulcahy in every single episode of Mash, which <laughs> always annoyed me. And means this is the final epic. Well, apart from our film that we get, apart from the you know that has annoyed me ever from yeah. day one. It still does. Um, also, the title music of this has a tambourine in it. Don't know if anybody else noticed. There's hmm. a little tambourine going on, um, but I really like it. And I I. Funny enough, I'm I mean, I'm the opposite of you, Kenny. Anyway, because let's face it, you you cry at uh, you know Drop anything. Drop Yeah, oh, you yeah. cry. At, uh, you're running out of shower gel. As yeah. I have, like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not that bad. <laughs> but yes,
4: I have a hard stone. Agree. Yes. So yes. you know, it takes a lot for me to actually get emotional. And there's there's little bits in it. And the only bit that I do really get emotional about, and that is, and I don't know if it's behind in the behind the scenes. So apologies if I'm going to say it is the scene where Charles hands over the book to Margaret. Mm. Because it's a glorious scene. And the fact is, is the fact that the reason why Loretta Swift, her reaction is so good for that scene is because the fact that David Ogden Stars was a very private man. Mm -hmm. Didn't give his telephone number out to people, not because he didn't like anybody, he was just the way he was. And when she opens that book and if you notice he points at it, it's his telephone number. Mm -hmm. And that to me says it all because the reaction from Loretta Swift is genuine. The slight smile on Charles's face is genuine, and the bit when he leaves and he jumps in the, the dumpster truck and he says, <laughs> "Gentlemen," to me, I he's love just amazing. That.
2: Yeah, so I did write that's my last note. Yes, yeah, yeah, final just oh, word come on,
1: California, here I come. Yeah! right back where i'm, I'm starting I'm into, you. into you i'm getting out of here i'm going home oh what
5: are you talking about you going home let me see this <laughs> captain big day honey francisco san <laughs> francisco sun
1: kissed miss says don't this be doesn't seem possible it seems real possible to me they wouldn't send one of my surgeons home and not tell me this has to be a mistake sure it is Look, we all make mistakes. Forgive and forget, that's my motto. This makes up for the mistake they made when they drafted me in the first place. Suppose you call i and confirm it. Suppose we call i and they deny it. You're right. This calls for blind faith and fast feet. Look, son, nobody likes a good snafu better than I do. But this doesn't seem fair to everyone else. A lot of these folks have been here longer than you have. Colonel, who would mind? I'll ask. Uh, Folks, everybody, can I have your attention for just a moment, please? My little daughter, my little daughter Erin, is having her second birthday next week. I haven't seen her since she was just a little baby. Would you pass that around? A few minutes ago, I got orders to go home!
2: Now, I realize
1: that some of you have been here longer than I have, but if there is no strong objection, it would surely mean a lot to me and my little girl. She had a beautiful smile. If I could be there to wish her happy birthday in person, so what do you say? Yeah.
4: I, I think it is a great. It's a fitting episode. It deserves the recognition that it gets. It deserves. Really mm-hmm. I'm going to end it now so Al can actually uh, chip in. <laughs> but what, what I want to know, if you guys think, now I, I'm presuming it's a stuntman. I'm not too sure. But the last scene where you see um, Mike Farrell on the bike drive yes. down, do you think that's
3: him or do you think no. that's a stuntman?
4: Because he nearly goes arse over tip on that, doesn't he? Yeah. It? yeah. yeah I, I really
3: looked at that scene and yeah. it's, it's, a de- it's definitely a stuntman. The hair was oh, a right. little bit shaggier yeah. and, and the face was a little more squared.
4: Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, thought, was, I was surprised oh. they
2: didn't retake it. So I'm like, it looked like he was gonna yeah. to tumble, but I yeah. guess he survived yeah. it. So, oh yeah, he carried they, it on. They he kept the scene, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So All I right. give it an eight, eight. Okay, Al.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it too, and like Kenny, it, it it had been a long time since I watched it, and I did mix up a lot of the um, a lot of the events in the episode. Uh, you know, i m- probably just misremembered them, but you know, mm-hmm. like like Kenny, I thought a major part of that episode was Hawkeye's, uh, breakdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I rewatched it, you know, I, 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 my wife was in the, in the room with me and, you know, and through a lot of it, I'm like biting my lower lip to, you know, I, I can't cry. <laughs> don't want to cry. <laughs> okay. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh my gosh. Alan Alda was amazing. Yeah. You know, through that whole breakdown. And, and, you know, I think like, uh, like, like Simon said, or maybe it was Kenny, how they unfolded that whole, Hmm. you know, the facts of what happened on that bus in little stages Mm -hmm. where you're getting a little bit, a little bit. That is so, so real. You know, that that's how the mind really works. I mean, this was something so traumatic to him that he blocked it all out and he turned it into something completely different. And you know, I remember when I re- first saw it, you know, uh, in, in, in 1983, thinking, you know, when she snapped the neck of the chicken and then they revealed it was really not a chicken, I remember thinking then, you know, I was only like four years old, of course. <laughs> uh, I married, but I remember thinking then how how devastating that was. And then, you know, re-watching it now is uh, something, uh, year old man... And what's going on in the world, and you know, like you said, it's 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 a really an emotional time that really choked me up. Yeah, you know, I mean, how would you feel if you if you thought, you know, you you said, "Hey, shut that kid up," and she snaps the neck.
2: Yeah. Well, I think she suffocated him. Oh, uh, that's
3: right, she suffocated yeah, she him. She
2: suffocated him. Um, but still, I, I'm with you. I back then, I don't think I realized that Hawkeye technically was to blame for that. Yeah. I thought she just did it because everyone was saying, keep him quiet, keep him quiet. And, you know, she wanted to keep it quiet. So she suffocated it. Yeah. Hawkeye literally said, and he was mean. About right. It too. Mm. So, yeah, that definitely I didn't realize that at the right. time when right. I first watched it.
3: And, and being a doctor. Yeah. Responsible mm. for saving lives. Now, all of a sudden, he's responsible for the death of a child. Yeah. You know, boom.
0: Oh, MacArthur and Truman are talking again. Yesterday, he fired him and sent him home. You can't do that. Yes, I can. It's against the rules. Yeah, well, I don't like rules. Garth is always trying to attack China with his king. And I don't cheat. Yes, you do. I don't. I don't say it. Do.
5: Shut
1: up. Just be quiet. Will you? Yeah. Well, somebody shut these guys up. Johnson.
0: you don't bother me until we start squawking like chickens. Not that I have anything against chickens, personally. They're a much maligned bird in my book. I mean, take the common fallacy that chickens are afraid. <laughs> Who else has the nerve to run around after you cut their heads off? Have you ever seen a chicken break out in the cold sweat? Have you ever known a chicken to have a weak handshake? I mean, i oh, grant you, they're afraid of flying. In a recent survey, two out of three chickens preferred to take the bus. But what about their contributions to society? Hmm? I mean, just think of the great chickens of history. It's hard to think of any, isn't it? Chickens take the bus. As a matter of fact, there was a chicken on the bus. And it was driving me crazy. Every time it made a noise, I was sure the Chinese would hear it and find us. Everybody's life was in danger because of that damn chicken. Um,
3: But yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I liked the episode a great deal. And some of the things I did notice like you said, Kenny, was it just, it felt so different than yeah. the regular series. It even, it, it looked different. The camp mm-hmm. looked different. And I know that they've bugged out, you know, f- quite a few times over this series, but each time they reestablish, you know, the camp kind of looked the same, mm-hmm. but this time it, it just looked different. It felt different. There was no laugh track at
2: all. Yeah, well, I watch him without lap chalk yeah. so that's I never noticed that anymore.
3: Oh my goodness! It and it just it's it, it struck me as something more serious, and it did. You know, it had the, the levity and the lightness that Mash has, mm-hmm. but it also, I mean, it really, really hammered home what the what the Korean War was and what it did mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. It just really it was really a devastating thing. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed it. I did notice a few, you know, like uh, things. <laughs> you know, like when they moved to the new camp, the poles that they had, the lights on and and, and the, the the speakers on, those poles looked like they had been there for years, yeah. <laughs> grass growing around them. But I mean, you know, you're not in 1982. You would have never noticed that. Yeah. But hmm. you know, here it is. We do. I I really enjoyed it. I loved the camaraderie. The goodbyes were so touching. Yeah. You just, you feel like you're saying goodbye to a bunch of friends. You yeah. really do. And you could see the, 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 you know, the 10, 11, 12 years that they were working together. You can see that it was, it was genuine them saying yeah. goodbye.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that everyone got their goodbye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, every character had a moment to say, even mm. like the extra, you know, the, all the nurses got mm. to say their goodbye on the bus. And then each individual, main, and they went with like, you know, priority-wise of main characters, mm. other than BJ and Hawkeye, because we knew those two were going to be the last ones. Mm. But, you know, it was, it was, Klinger was first, and then Follow he went, and then Winchester went, and then Potter went, and then you had, you know, or Margaret went in there, you know, as well. Before Winchester, and then you had the other two say right. goodbye to each other. So
3: yeah, yeah, I love the fleshing out of uh, of Klinger's character. I like mm-hmm. the the juxtaposition of him, you know, through the whole series trying to get out it's of the best g- Korea, and then all of a yeah. sudden, nope, I'm going to stay. Yep, you mm-hmm. know, and the only thing that missing, the only thing I think was missing from Klinger was you know the uh, the hang glider, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the pink slippers. <laughs> Yeah,
3: and pink the slippers, hang Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. I,
3: I give it an eight and a half as well. Maybe an nice. eight point 8. seven five. <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. Yeah. I'm,
4: I'm, I might have to start thinking of opening it. Like <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell me what you
0: and BJ were talking about? Same thing he always talks about. What's that? Fingers, smiles, teeth, booties. Was there anything about that you found upsetting? No, I'll tell you what I find upsetting is being in here. I want you to get me out of here. I don't care how you do it. You can put me on a plane, on a train, on a bus, on a slow boat to China. I'll go out on a mouse-drawn chariot. I don't care what. A bus, huh? Again with the bus? Why don't you subscribe to Arizona Highways and leave me alone? It's
1: more fun with you. Damn chicken, quiet!
0: Then what happened? Then they went back toward the front of the bus. What happened next? There's something wrong with it. It stopped making noise. It just. uh, just stopped. She, She killed it. She killed it. He killed the chicken. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! I didn't mean for it to kill it! I, I just wanted it to be quiet! It was, it was a baby! She, she smothered her own baby! You son of a bitch. Why did you make me remember that?
1: You had to get it out in the open. Now we're halfway home.
2: You can find MASH 4077 Podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 Podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash mash4077podcasts or just type in mash4077podcasts in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to mash4077podcasts at gmail.com. You can listen to mash4077podcasts all over the interwebs you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now we're on Spotify. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com, slash geeky fanboy all right that's gonna do it for part one hopefully you guys enjoyed that we still have tons of things to talk about we have all of our behind the scenes a trivia and we continue our conversation about the finale so we'll take care of that in part two coming out soon but i do want to say thank you to all our amazing listeners for tuning in every month over and over and over for 10 years you guys have been amazing and We're very privileged to be able to discuss one of our favorite TV series with you guys uh, twice a month. So, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. I'm Al. We'll be seeing ya.
0: Dear Dad. Sorry I haven't written for a while, but I've been on R&R at this wonderful resort. We're planning to have a bridge tournament here as soon as we can find somebody with a full deck. Dear Dad. Remember when I was a kid, you always told me if my head wasn't attached to my shoulders, I'd lose it? Well, hmm. dear dad, for the first time I understand what a nervous disorder is because it seems I've got one. I guess I'll be seeing you soon since I doubt if I'll let a surgeon operate whose cheese has slipped off his cracker. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as
4: they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, Cosplay, Fantasy, Anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com.
2: MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.